you want to know what's annoying me this morning? Of course you do. You probably think you can guess by now. You probably think it's something about people not social distancing or something about the coronavirus or the talking about it as it's been for the last weeks upon weeks upon weeks. But no, this week, War of the Worlds. We've just been watching War of the Worlds. Watching, not listening, so that rules out the 1938 Orson Welles version, which people always say caused mass panic, which it didn't, by the way. That was reported by papers at the time, at least in part to exaggerate racial prejudices, with who they claimed were panicking. According to research, it's debatable that anyone actually hearing the broadcast was upset by it. Like people claiming they hid behind the sofa at Doctor Who, people didn't or at least I'm convinced they didn't. You think you did, even if you do think you remember it, because people always spread the idea that was something you did, and you've built it into your memories. Unless I see footage of children in the 1970s carrying behind sofas, I'm not going to believe it ever happened. So there. Where were we? War of the Worlds. Right. There have been several versions of War of the Worlds in recent times. An annoying Tom Cruise one, but Tom Cruise is sufficiently annoying in himself. More on that at a future time if we can sort it out with the libel lawyers. Or catch me in a pub sometime and I'll hold court on all the reasons, for there are many, that I'm annoyed by Tom Cruise and his films. There have been two TV adaptations too, and they share one aspect of annoyance in common. I'll return to that, but at least the first version with Eleanor Tomlinson, you know, pretty redhead out of Poldark, was actually the same story. But the second version with Gabriel Byrne in it wasn't the same story at all. It was full of psychic visions, metal dogs clearly stolen from the Metalhead episode of Black Mirror, and no tripods. War of the Worlds has tripods. It doesn't have little metal dogs. It doesn't have psychic visions. It might end up with red grass, as in Jeff Wayne's rather fine musical version, and I see no issue in setting it in a different time period, or up to date, or in whatever country is making it this time, or even playing up some backstory of the characters involved, as in the case of the BBC Eleanor version. That's all fine, well, up to a point. I've said before on the subject of Spider-Man and Superman films, since good versions of these things have been made, I'm not sure I see the point in making another one, since there are other stories out there. But at least Eleanor had tripods to play with. Gabriel does not. He doesn't have the giant monstery things, and humanity doesn't start out facing them believing they can win because they've all been wiped because in this one, the Gabriel one, they've all been wiped out by a mysterious MacGuffin at the beginning, which leaves a mass of people lying on the ground, oddly, not getting stinky or being eaten by rats, but just being in the background of all the outdoor shots. This is not War of the Worlds, in as much as they aren't Martians, they aren't tripods, there's psychic malarkey going on, the narrative structure doesn't follow the original, as in we don't start out believing we can just fight them off and then slowly get defeated and then come back. So it's only War of the Worlds in the same way that any film involving an alien would be. I mean, for heaven's sake, E.T. was about as much War of the Worlds as this is. So... That would annoy me in itself, and indeed does, but I'm going to tell you what's more annoying about both adaptations, if I can call them that. We sat down in good faith to watch them, and it's not a spoiler by now to tell you the ending of War of the Worlds, the novel. Bacteria. Bacteria attack because the Martians, despite managing to cross the measureless distances from Mars, haven't worked out there are beasties on Earth that could damage them and haven't thought to insulate their craft in any way. 
They die because they're idiots, clearly, and deserve to, but they die. Bacteria kill them. Ending. Boom. And what happens at the end of each series of War of the Worlds we have recently watched? Nothing. Nothing at all. No resolution. Nothing. Nothing changes in either one at the end. A series, and I'm sure I've said this before, should end with something having ended. Ideally, each episode should have some self-contained story rather than it just a series just being a four-hour film divided into eight segments. But these series had nothing. No actual story that started at the beginning of the series and ended at the end. Nothing changed. Why do series do this? Why not make a self-contained whole story sticking to the original story if you're going to keep its title? I'll tell you why. Clearly, to annoy me. 